Oh, how you done all these years, Captain? Seeing all the things you've seen, doing all the things you've done, and makes you feel inhuman after a while. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to another episode of Underrated. This is a show where we talk about films that are underrated, underappreciated, or ones that have just kind of passed under the radar and passed, uh, kind of passed most people by. Uh, I am Derek McDuff, and joining me are the other members of the Undercast Company, Ariel Ortiz. Hello. And Alan Torres. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Today we're going to be talking about a 2017 uh, revisionist Western film called Hostiles, um, directed and written by Scott Cooper, uh, based on an original script uh, by Donald E. Stewart. Uh, the film stars Christian Bale, Roseman Pike, and Wes Studi. Uh, along with a number of really great um, character actors. Um, and it's set in kind of the end of the Old West, uh, 1892, as Christian Bale, a, uh, you know, a lifelong army guy, has to escort his lifelong nemesis, um, played by Wes Studi, um, across from New Mexico to his ancestral home in Montana. Um, it is a... You know, a true revisionist Western film, it is very brutal and gritty and realistic and kind of, you know, all about, instead of romanticizing the West in the past, like a lot of uh, Westerns that, you know, the classical Westerns have, um, it kind of just portrays it in its stark brutality and its realism, for better or for worse. Um, this is a film that I picked, it was my turn to pick, and I kind of took a page out of Alan's book and decided to choose something that I had never seen before, but had always really wanted to watch because I meant to wa see this when it came out in theaters, but I never got around to it. It's not really on any streaming services and never really has been, um, as far as I'm aware. Uh, so I uh, decided to kind of, you know, roll the dice and see uh, how it would turn out. But I, I got to say that I was very, very impressed with the film. I went in with, you know, very high expectations, and I do feel like it surpassed them. Um, very emotional film for me. Before I get too deep into it, I want to get hear what you guys thought of it. Yeah. So um, for me, I I was I. It's been a movie that I have been seeing on a lot of people's lists um, of of movies that that you know you should check out. Um, you know, following Instagram uh, movie review kind of like pages and stuff like that it's, I've been coming across it a lot more lately so I was definitely like on board with with us watching it and and, and yeah it, it jumps into the brutality like a real realism brutality like just from right from the beginning like I was not expecting a guy to be scalped within like three minutes of the movie starting um, and yeah it, it's definitely was a really great story um christian bale of course bring, brought it brought us all to it um we kind of um inadvertently brought in an, another movie with another peaky fucking blinder um there's the character at the end like the last guy calvary guy to um to get killed is um played by the same guy that plays Arthur Shelby in Peaky Blinders. <laughs> so so with our last episode of Free, of Free Fire and then this one we we got to to the Shelby <laughs> brothers. Um but um 
Yeah, it was uh, definitely really great movie. Uh, it is a bit of a slower burn, like like westerns are. Um, so yeah, definitely be in that right mindset. But it's definitely beautiful imagery. I mean, there's that one shot with them walking through like the forest and it's raining, and I was just like, oh, it looks so beautiful. The cinematography. Holy oh, cinematography. Shit. Yeah, beautiful. God damn. Uh huh. Yeah, and it was definitely yeah a hardship of of seeing these characters both on both sides and i really did love how their relationship progressed and how they both kind of in the end realized like we're you know we're both at fault we both are fighters we both killed we both killed each 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 other's people and stuff and like for what you know like it, it we're uh especially with the end of like you getting that deliverance of like they've made it to the to the ancestral home and and they're doing the the um burial and then just to have these essentially colonialists kind of like come up to them and like like it's a shock of real realism i mean of a shock back to reality for these characters that is very sad and i mean yeah definitely de definitely like a bittersweet ending I did love though that at the end, like he did get back on it. Like we'll we'll talk about it more, but I yeah definitely a bittersweet ending, but definitely such an enjoyable movie, very powerful characters and acting and and um, <laughs> truthfully like when remote when um Roseman Pike showed up, I've only really had like a bit of my most like iconic um experience with remote. Um, Roseman Pike w is Gone Girl, so mm -hmm. to see her, I'm like, oh Same no, girl. this crazy, this crazy, <laughs> crazy <laughs> woman. And then, um, but dang, like, oh, that scene where she she is bear like with her family, burying her mm -hmm. family and stuff, and just that progression of like her going from like I'm doing this on my own, like I'm just. She, she goes into so many different like stages of grief just within that 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 scene and it's mm -hmm. so powerful but but yeah i mean it it definitely like knocks knocks performances out of the park and and yeah it is very much a surprise why this didn't get as much recognition as i feel like it should have yeah for sure mm -hmm. i can kind of answer that um i guess in a way uh, this was also on my on my list. Uh, I I like westerns. I'm kind of a, I wouldn't say a big fan, but like I'll never say no to seeing one. And this was also on my list. And and it, when it came out in theaters, I was actually supposed to go see it with a friend, but I think we ended up just going to go get drunk instead. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah. It, unfortunately for me though, like you know, I did go in blind. I was like, you know what? I remember I wanted to see this. For me. Yes, I agree. The cinematography was amazing. The acting was top-notch, of course, like you guys said. I felt, though, it could have been shorter. It is mm -hmm. kind of a slog to get through. Mm -hmm. um, for me, like, I, I understand some Westerns can be slow. Like, um, it, it reminded me a lot of this other Western, uh, Bone Tomahawk. I don't know if you guys have heard of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is very much that same kind of vein of revisionist Westerns. Yeah, like that one is always advertised as like a horror western, but I'm like, mm -hmm. it's not at all. Like, 
at all. Like th- th- this movie and Bone Tomahawk can kind of almost fit in the same style of like, it's just intense. Mm-hmm. Like that opening scene was very intense. And mm-hmm. I felt like that pulls you in because you're like, holy shit, what's going on? But it kind of just slows down all the way till the end. Like, that was kind of my biggest gripe with the movie is that it hits about what, like, it's about two hours and 10 minutes, 14 minutes. And this movie I felt could have been at least an hour and 40 minutes because the plot is pretty simple. It's straightforward, but there was too many times where I felt like they were really trying to just capture the beauty uh, of like the journey and everything, which is great. But there's times where like, I remember there was one shot of Christian Bale um, around the end after like the big battle and stuff after they put, um, um yellow hawk into the ground and stuff after they buried him and everything and i just remember there's just a shot of him and i swear that shot lasted like a minute and a half and i was like you could have cut this shot off by like a minute like it didn't have to be so long that was kind of my only big gripe with the movie like i enjoyed it for what it was but i can see why some people might be turned off because it is very slow like it is a very very slow film for me it was a little like i I don't mind slow burns but this one was a little too much where i felt like i was an hour in and i was like oh my god this needs to pick up but Mm -hmm. that's just how i feel for it right now but yeah so we'll see for me i i like the slow burn nature of it and like the time that it gives you to kind of breathe and just like because it's so intense and christian bale does have this arc that if I feel like it was quicker, if it was a quick movie, it wouldn't feel earned. And it does really take its time to earn it. And, you know, it, like Ariel was saying, it is kind of in that tradition of just like Westerns with, like, you're, you are taking in the beautiful scenery. And it, it almost feels like in a lot of ways a response, a direct response to a movie like The Searchers, which I don't know if you guys have seen, but it is very much mm-hmm. a, um, you know, a more cla- it has revisionist elements, but it is a classical Western through and through. And, you know, that's, you know, just, you know, John Wayne at his most just like um, he's just like a racist piece of shit in that movie. Um, You know, he's like, I mean, he's playing one, um, you know, so he's, you know, playing, you know, not exactly against type. Uh, But uh, he, you know, it's about him just kind of like going in on this like year, like this long thing. And you have all these beautiful vistas and stuff like that. But his arc in that movie, as opposed to Christian Bale's arc in this movie is. He just kind of like learns to, he doesn't really, he's like racist and then nothing really changes. He doesn't have an arc. He just decides not to murder his niece in the end because she's been living with Native Americans. Like that's his whole journey. Um, but yeah, I, I, I absolutely love the movie. I, I do like, you know, the, the kind of, you know, length it, length it took and everything. It, it worked for me. I did try to watch it a few days ago so that I was able to kind of like, you know, think on it and like kind of because I did go in kind of like this is probably going to be a complex movie. It it kind of falls in that same category of movies that I really enjoy that are a little hard to watch, like maybe like not as hard to watch as Grave of the Fireflies, but something similar where it's like, yeah, I'm really glad I watched this, but it's not, you know, like something like Jurassic Park where I'm just going to sit down and watch it all the time. But it is it was very, very impactful for me. Um, You know, I, I, I really, you know, Everybody, like the title says, everybody in this movie, and how you were touching on it, Ariel, everybody in this movie is, you know, a hostile. They're all, 
just these people that have been at war with each other their entire lives and they have just grown up on hatred and it's not like a blind prejudice it's like a, these people have done awful things to each other like you know both sides and you know from the native american side they've just been pushed to this horrible like you know place and this is the only reaction they have is with brutality and christian bale is like that's all anybody understands and when they're they're in this kind of world that is changing and it's they're kind of forced to be less brutal and to accept people and you have christian bale he almost he could almost be ben foster's character he is just like Mm -hmm. the razor's edge at the beginning of this movie of becoming ben foster who just decides not to give up those ways and christian bale is like if he could you know, and he, if he didn't lose his pension, he probably would be the same way where he would just go and murder. He, in fact, he tries to get um, Yellowhawk West Duty to fight him to the death at the beginning because he's like, I would rather one of us die than to go on this quest with him. And then they start going and, you know, he won't unchain him. And the only reason he does is because he realizes, like, the people, I, people are dead because I did not trust him. I did not trust Yellowhawk, and now my friends are dead. So I have to, I'm forced to trust him. You kind of incrementally slowly see him build this respect for him. And at the end of the movie, they are just both so, you know, they understand, they all understand each other at the beginning, but they respect each other at the end. They, they are like, we've both lost people. We've both killed each other's friends, and this is where we are. And, you know, them fighting the Comanche together, and then fighting the trappers, and then you know, at the end, when they have that scene up against, you know, the, uh, the, the white people who are like, this is our land. And Christian Bale says, here's a note that I have from the president saying, you know, this, this is their land. And he kind of holds it in his hand. And that's where he started. That's his only reason for going on this quest in the beginning is this piece of paper. And then he's, the other guy says, oh, listen, you know, um, well, the, I don't care about the president. So he just kind of like drops it. And, you know, like he's like, all right, it's not about that anymore. It's about this is... This he has be, had a transformation, and he he respects Yellowhawk's memory so much that he's like, I'm going to fight and possibly die for this. And I think what's also really important to note is um, because I talked about how this film is just a the kind of rejection of the traditionalist western. Which I'm when I I watch westerns, I'm I'm a fan of a lot of films that could be you know kind of called anti western or traditional western. I like a lot of those movies. Um, you know, I don't really like a lot of traditional westerns, other than maybe Shane is the only one that I really like. Um, but you know, in those movies, you know, you have the Native Americans as the bad guys. You have, they're just these kind of like faceless monsters, pretty much like movies like Stagecoach, just coming after you. And you know, or you know, even when they're they're trying, even when the traditional westerns are kind of painting Native Americans in, you know, less of like giving them more depth, they're still not do not come off that well and. And then the kind of hero goes off and he fights them. And then he goes and the traditionalist Western, they always, the hero always rides into the sunset. He always dies or leaves the valley or whatever it is um, so that the, the world that he's bled for can kind of exist and he doesn't get to live in civilization. You know, that's how, you know, Shane ends and, you know, Logan ends and all in the, the, you know, the searchers has that iconic shot of just John Wayne standing in the doorway and he, He's saved everybody, but he can't come in. He's, he's staying out there in the wilderness. And when this movie ends, when they're at the train, and you think that's how this movie's going to end, too, you're like, oh, man, it's, you, you want him so bad to get on the train. But you think he's not going to, because you think, okay, he's not going to go off to Chicago with, you know, Roseman Pike and have a life. Because they, they, they never have any, 
they like have a moment where they're like, maybe something will happen, but you know, nothing mm-hmm. is ever shown, nothing ever really does. But you're like, maybe these two really hurt, broken people can like find a life in each other. And then they have the, the kid, the Native American kid, and they're like, we can take him and kind of build a new life out in civilization. We can leave all this, this behind. And he's, he's not getting on the train. You're like, okay, this is how the movie, all, these Westerns always end. But you know what? He's, he, he says, he gets on the train, wordlessly just gets on the train, and that's how the movie ends, with him being able to like, be accepted by society and go back to society. And he doesn't have to be the, the, give this noble sacrifice and go off. And he can't, you know, it's like, no, he gets to heal. He, he's done some bad things. He he's knows he's done some bad things. But he he's able to kind of be like, you know what? There is a way back. And it's bucking that trend of the old school Western of just like riding off into the sunset. He is going to a better life. And I that really took the movie from a very, very good movie to a great movie for me was the ending where it kind of bucked that expectation for me and, you know, completely made it a true revisionist Western um, in every facet. I agree. I, w- I will say the ending. I was kind of like, cause, cause the movie's very heavy and it's very emotional mm-hmm. and you kind of do want to see like a light at the end of the tunnel. And you know what, when, when um, she's like leaving and you could tell she's just like, Oh man, it'd be nice if like, you can be with me, not like romantically, but like, Hey, we can kind of deal with our bullshit together, kind of deal with what we've gone, gone through. But like, when he hopped on to the the, the 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 back of the train, I was like, "You deserve it, man." I, I get it. Like it, it makes it, it it's understandable. We're all human. Yeah, we've done a lot of bad things. We've made mistakes. But at least for that, for me, I was just like, "Yeah, it's a sloth to go through." But I was very happy that at least it ended with like a nice ending, mm-hmm. where you know what, he does deserve better. She deserves better. Little uh, little bear deserves better. Like. Come on, man! Like we've we've gone through all the pessimism through a very long two-hour movie. Mm. At least let them be happy, and and I and I really, really appreciated that at the end. Yeah, I mean, um, definitely. I feel like like um, that kind of Moses um, waiting just outside of of of, you know the promised land and and not um, you know making it. completely there i kind of got that feeling from um uh yellow hawks um kind of like his death um they even kind of had that 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 shot where he's like looking out on his homeland and and then he like passes away literally essentially that that morning or like right after that so i think that in that sense like we kind of get that that classic western but i was i was definitely delighted that that christian bale's character you know ended up going with with on on the train and and um and yeah i mean definitely i just want to like yeah uh, that whole relationship between him and and um roseman pike it was it was such a beautiful interaction it was not you know it didn't have the you know um romanticness of of you know a relationship right rightfully so you know Mm -hmm. both um she's you know grieving essentially her whole entire family like i i know that this probably takes takes the um occurs over the course of maybe like a, a month a couple of months um if 
if you know kind of a fast travel you know kind of thing mm-hmm. um but still you know i i did very much enjoy that that they allowed her to grieve and that you know their interactions together were more so on of them relying on each other um like when when you know he when tommy dies it kills himself and that was such a, a powerful moment of of that loss and stuff like that and and her just essentially like just um holding him you know just um just saying like i'm here i'm still here you know kind mm-hmm. of thing and and that was such a powerful moment for both of them that that they had that moment they they had uh essentially the made made that connection of like we still have each other kind of thing Mm -hmm. and and yeah it was it's definitely like i really enjoyed like the character development of of this movie and and with especially yeah of course with christian bale's character but also with rom rom um roman pike (laughs) roseman pike's um um character and just like the they, you know, started off essentially alone. You know, Christian Bale only had his his comrade or you know his soldiers, and yeah, they were he they were people that he he you know he became families with and a uh, family with, but still, you know, something that that hum, human humanity was kind of like missing for him, and then for her, her humanity kind of got stripped away like with her family um in a way and then just for them to kind of find that humanity again and that hope again um definitely was was a really great moment and then um yeah and then with with the with um yellow hawk and his family that whole just never giving up hope and them kind of like passing that hope to to the other characters um was mm-hmm. definitely um very beautiful thing yeah yeah and you definitely feel you know that kind of like you 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 can like you feel like you can kind of breathe when he gets onto that train the first time in two hours because it has been so like nerve-wracking in a really good way and you've seen you know yellow hawk he he lived his life and he's kind of accepted it and he accepted that he was going to die you know and then you you have you know thomas um you know he has that he just is broken and he like the, by the things that he's done and he's just like, you know, he has that speech where he's talking to Jesse Plemons and he's like, killing is like nothing to me. And Jesse Plemons is like, I don't want to become this. And he breaks down and starts crying to yellow Hawk and is, and then he goes down and, you know, hunts down Ben Foster and Ben Foster, like they all, all these characters you just see, they, they end up broken and dead. And to have Christian Bale be like, I'm going to stop this cycle. I'm not going to go the same way that has happened to these people that I've, cared about all of them and i don't want you know i i i don't want this to happen to me too i want to break the cycle mm-hmm. and the, it's kind of that's the old west dying out you know and yeah this new i mean he's coming in he you could see it is he literally kills the old version of himself in a way mm-hmm. because he kills that um white guy um mm-hmm. it's the guy from the walking dead it's mm-hmm. herschel from the walking dead um he literally kills him it, it kills him and he, that's who he was you know at the beginning of this journey he was one that was prejudiced against you know indians saw them as just being savages and and, and you know it, 
it would he would have been a person that he would have agreed with, you know, at the beginning of this journey. But instead, he he kills his old self, and you know, metaphorically. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, and and I just got to say also, just like the character actors that are just present in this movie, like like I got to shout out all of them because it's they really got such a cast like you know i errol you like you know you text me you had the, we had the exact same reaction like <laughs> timothy chalamet's in this it was, it was right before they got grew up. they got the chalamet and and he only said um four lines sounding french <laughs> in a french accent and then sadly yeah. he was the first to french die accent? and i was like yeah, yeah he had he was a french. i did not notice that at all oh, because yeah, he mumbled because he mumbled okay like, oh, i'm gonna be real what, who who is this kid? I've been seeing this kid. Dude, like, the like, I, know who, I, I know who he is, but like this kid is just fucking everywhere. Like I know no, he's, he's been, actually like, a really good actor. Name. Like yeah. he's in no. like everything now. And like I, I, I always hear two things about him: that he's a good actor, but he's just like <laughs> a super silly, stonery sounding kind of guy. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah well, so like well, you know, look at Hostel. No, and, in real, so, by your name. So please go and watch the King, and then go and watch the one. SNL skit with with him and um what's his name um Pete Pete um Davison, and then you'll yeah. you'll have the two spectrums of who Timothy Chalamet is essentially. The, the King is worth it just for him and Robert Pattinson having oh, that yeah. one monologue. Like the King is okay, but like that scene is just like this is the weirdest shit. Like what is happening right now? I love it. That. That in his his yeah his battle um speech like along the lines of Aragon in in <laughs> you know in um Return of the King level, you know um those but yeah yeah it's that's that's the spectrum of Timothy Chalamet yeah but yeah and then, Chalamet but yeah yeah um, yeah. yeah Chalamet of course you know I already kind of in passing mentioned you know Jesse Plemons is in this and this is mm-hmm. right around when he was kind of blowing up like Jesse Plemons fucking incredible like there's a reason like he's he's just so like kind of stoic and like the and you know you know of course all the, the main characters you know uh adam beach he's he's really great in this um gotta mention um peter mullen um obviously really good uh let's see uh the main guy from lovecraft company uh country yeah, yeah, I'm trying lovecraft to, I'm trying to get his name uh, uh shout out to him yes um oh my god i i can't remember his name he was amazing in lovecraft country i i honestly recommend everybody to go watch it lovecraft country is absolutely amazing it's a trippy show and it's just uh, uh jonathan majors there yeah. you go jonathan major he, he's so good in that. like everybody in that show mm-hmm. is amazing I, I can talk about that for days but yeah yeah oh yeah. and can i just say like that that re- relationship ended up being such a amazing relationship too like when he was saying goodbye to him you oh my god that's the thing that's amazing like you don't you didn't you didn't get that kind of feel of their relationship up until that point but Mm -hmm. then it only took that one scene to like gather like how much respect they have and then definitely him being you know a a black soldier in the calvary Mm -hmm. um and seeing that, like, you know, like, camaraderie and, like, without any, because in truth, truth, you know, uh, this time, you know, there was, you know, segregation still, um, barely slavery had ended and stuff like that. And, and so just to have, see that, that relationship was such a beautiful thing. Um, 
man and that scene man like christian bill like made me start crying because like he was starting crying and i was like oh my gosh but they honestly were both amazing in that scene like Mm -hmm. yeah wow and then you know all of that and then of course you know like i i gotta shout out uh my boy ben foster who i think is just he's one of the greatest actors of this generation he's always just so just brings something underrated though too. yeah he really is like he's like maybe my i think one of the most underrated actors ever mm-hmm. like he's just so like versatile and unique and just brings this energy that just is like it's like almost it's revolution it's like brando back in the day you know just the way he just like just does all these things that you know you're just like wow that's and the scenes that he has with christian bale are just heart-wrenching and you just like the two of them playing off each other and that's why like this movie if you had a different cast it would still be good but like the cast elevates it so much where it's like you're able to have like a one scene between two of these characters and just it feels like they've known each other forever because these this cast is just that incredible and i do and this is such a really great script directed amazing cinematography amazing just and it and it is very relevant to today i feel like like, it is a Western, and it is like, okay, but it's like, yeah, this, you know, you could, I was watching some behind-the-scenes stuff, and the director was like, you could, you know, it's a Western, but you could also set this, you know, in in Afghanistan in 2011, mm-hmm. or in, you know, mm-hmm. um, in the Congo in 1930, and it's just, because it does, it is very universal, just uh, about all these things, about just, like, just having this visceral hate for other people, and just, it, it's so, so, just, it really moved me, it really just, got me on a deep emotional level um and i i can't i really can't recommend this movie enough honestly and Mm -hmm. and i think it is you know it is also really other than it just being a good movie it is a very important revisionist western because that i think that it is kind of like oh it's about the end of the west and it's on a meta level it is about the end of this kind of like this kind of story that we've been telling about the west it's the end of that kind of mythic western this like you know iconic hero who just rides off into the sunset and shoots a bunch of like indians or robbers or whatever um you know but instead you know it's but instead it's like here's a gritty realistic picture of the west it's kind of the death of this uniquely american mythology that we have just kind of like the old west and how we just came in we conquered it and yeah it's it was great and you know and it's kind of like no this is like you know it's you know you can really trace back a lot of the revisionist westerns starting in like the late 60s and then kind of just grew in more and more up until today and this feels it's we've really arrived at like a place where we feel like we can be honest about our own history um in a really cool way that would not have existed and you know it's because of movies like you know the wild bunch and butch casting the sundance kid and unforgiven that this movie has really built upon and those are all you know westerns that i like a lot more than your traditional westerns um and yeah this this really I was a little, and when it started, I I think it's interesting that it starts with that that quote, when, you know, by D. W. Griffith and that like Indian attack because it is like Comanche attack because it is like this is it starts out like what you would expect like an old western to start out with, and it's like here we're starting with these kind of like traditional tropes, and then we're just gonna break them down over the course of the movie, so you feel like the characters in the movie you're like at first you're like okay like they were attacked by Comanche, and you're maybe like okay this was very brutal. And you feel for them, but, you know, over the course of the movie, you do kind of go on this emotional journey and, you know, break down these tropes and these stereotypes. Mm-hmm. It's just, it works on so many levels that it really, really impressed me. Yeah, and I mean, definitely, like, uh, 
having having that line or that discussion that that yellow um yellow hawk says about the Comanches are rattlesnakes like we hate we dislike them too like there mm-hmm. are and they were our enemy too like like so it, it even adds that that layer of like that is in truth and in reality that no um two like groups of people or you know are the same you know like mm-hmm. like one group of, of of whites is different from another group of whites or blacks like all that all that like mexicans mm-hmm. all, all that and so it was definitely like even having that kind of branching of of stereotype was a refreshing thing and 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 definitely like kind of brought to light like yeah like like there are savages uh, true savages within any kind of community any kind of race and stuff like that that um they are you know radicals and all and and Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's not an us versus them because you know you have you know the comanche attack and they you know that was awful but then you have like ben foster who's a murderer just kills Mm -hmm. in the end then you have like the guys at the end who are just like this he's like this is our land we like we own it you know and and i love that didn't they just want to bury yeah, Yellow, they just wanted the, to that's all Yellow they Hawk. wanted him. Like the his family was going to go somewhere else. They just wanted to bury him, you know, on the land. Yeah. And yeah. it's just yeah, really powerful. And I also gotta like say that like it's Roseman Pike, you know, is it's really it's you know because the West was full of like you know badass women too, and so have her like I love that scene where he's like you're not gonna shoot this, and he just bam shoots him. Like she's gone through this grief and everything. In the beginning of the movie, she's just you know scared and. And just like has been through the like hell, and at the end of the movie, she just like takes her power back and shoots this guy, and it leads to you know the end fight scene. It just you know it, it you know because westerns have traditionally kind of like been like all right, here's this kind of white savior guy, and then the women and then like the Native Americans are kind of just like villains or like damsels in distress or whatever. But this movie really makes everyone fully fleshed. You know, uh, black people too, like just fully fleshed out characters and just real idea like real people not like these you know idealized versions of whatever and just i know i and it's you know i I think that that's what it was refreshing is that they were just people too like Mm -hmm. i did love that they didn't make an acknowledgement of of um jonathan major's character of like oh he's black he's no he's a soldier yeah you know and that was such a beautiful thing and then of course like it isn't until you take a step back and see like oh like this is actually a beautiful like or, or powerful you know kind of um telling of a story because like that's how good storytelling should be told like it doesn't matter how they look and stuff like that it's you know it's the actor it's the person that you should see first and and yeah it's definitely like just subtly doing that is was a great um pretty like a amazing thing to me too mm-hmm. But yeah, and I, and I do get, I think, why this movie, you know, because it, it didn't do great at the box office, just about broke even. Um, so with, you know, marketing stuff, it's probably, like, took a took a hit. You know, it wasn't, because it started with a limited release, and then it got a little bit of a wider release. But I can see why, you know, it did have a big drop-off of the boxes. Because, so you know, this isn't a movie where it's like, yeah, you get together, you go bunch of your friends and have a fun night at the movies. This is much more of a, like, solemn, depressing, just kind of like, you know, although it does end with my favorite kind of ending, the bittersweet ending, where it does kind of end with that glint of hope and just like we've been through a lot. 
And so I can see why people want to just rush out to go see this. I kind of wish that it had gotten more respect at like the award, like, you know, the awards and stuff it didn't really get any Oscar look-ins or any Golden Globes look-ins or anything like that. It was kind of just ignored on that circuit, which is really a shame, you know, because, you know, I think that the writing, the direction, and then especially the acting really should have gotten some love. But, um, you know, Westerns are kind of almost, almost fallen out of vogue in a lot of ways. Um, and, you know, they're all, the classical Westerns for the most part are done. Um, but, you know, you do every once in a while get these kind of traditional Westerns or, um, uh, revisionist westerns and anti-westerns whatever you want to call them um so i don't know i just wish that you know it had gotten more love and that more people had seen it because that's why i wanted to choose it because you know this is a movie nobody really has seen or talked about and i have always wanted to see it and i you know i'm glad we all got to kind of like watch it and you know talk about it now i agree it was definitely an experience um I get, like I said, I, I can see why even even with like you were saying how it should should have been in like the award circuit, I don't think it should have. I, I feel like the the directing, the acting, the cinematography were all on point. I felt the writing itself was a pretty straightforward and simple. Like you you pretty much understand the message. But I just felt like like I said, I, I felt like sometimes when they were talking, I was just kind of like, okay, all right. Like, like it's just, mm-hmm. th- it doesn't kind of hook you. Mm-hmm. But it's not to say that it's a bad film. The only thing I would say that can, that might have made it a little bit more in the, in the mainstream was kind of just take down the time limit and... I think that would have been a little better because like I said, the writing is pretty straightforward, but I mean, it's not really doing anything new. I feel like, yeah, it's relatable to what's going on in the world right now, but personally, that's what I felt where I was like, you know what? I, I, I want to say I dug it. I want to say I liked it. Maybe I need to give it another rewatch, but it was just one of those where I was like, like, like when I start going, they should have done this, they should have reworked this, or they should have like, done this that's where i start going okay you know what it's probably not my cup of tea because that's like i said i think bone tomahawk kind of does everything this movie did mm-hmm. similarly but in a shorter time span and kind of got to the point a little faster and even then bone tomahawk took its time as well but that's just me like i understand why it wasn't like as up there as other films but also i still feel like if you're into westerns and you want to be a little more realistic I know there's that uh, Cormac McCarthy book, um, Blood Meridian. Blood Meridian, if which like has they famously tried to make into a movie for years, and it's been in developmental hell. Like it keeps it keeps failing to get made. But yeah, like something like that. Like if you're into that and Bone Tomahawk, I think you'll enjoy this as well. With especially with like the ending being a little bit more, you know, so, sorry, spoilers, but bittersweet, I guess. But yeah, I, that's just how I feel. I feel like. You can watch it, but also you have to be in a certain mindset and you have to be prepared. Yeah. You know, it's not hateful late long. You know, don't yeah. worry about or, that. Or it's not the Snyder Cut <laughs> long, which is That's about not... twice as long as this. Which I wish the Snyder Cut was longer, but... Um... Wait, you can't say a full... You, want, you like, thought this was too long, and then a four-hour movie is not long enough. Snyder Cut should have been eight hours. I, sh- I, sh- I wish I was... Or Joker! 
more, more Joker, more more Batman, more Superman, all that. But no, nah. there's not enough endings. They needed more endings. Yeah, I need more <laughs> cameos. I need more all that stuff. But um, yeah, no, I I feel like with this, this was more like a very contained story. I, I th- that's just my biggest gripe. It's just I was like this mm-hmm. is way too long. But again, it's not hateful eight long. But I, I would say yeah. do it for yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely um, you have to be in the field for it. Um, mm-hmm. truthfully, truthfully, uh, I had started watching it, uh, and then I wasn't, like, in the right mindset, so I did take a break, and, you know, to, um, a break too. It, I, yeah, I, I took, I took a bit, a bit of a break, and then, um, came back to it, but I think there's definitely, like, um, a turn in the middle, um, I think once they get to that, that first, um, port, um, where that's where it starts to pick up in pace, at least, and or what things are, are doing again are are being done. Um, so at that point, it it definitely picks up and, and gets you a bit more engaged into the story. But but yeah, like we've been saying, it it is that kind of classic Western feel. Um, which yeah, I think I think in any kind of like long form movie, um, you kind of have to get into that mood. You know, you're not going to go into watching The Irishman like, oh, because let me just pop something on. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah I, that's yeah, that's my what what I would recommend. But I think that's what people want. Want a Western. They're, they're going to get a Western. With yeah. Because I kind of like I was watching. I don't remember what, but something like a lot more upbeat. And then I like I was watching some show like Adventure Time or something, and then I, like, switched over to this, and I was like, oh, man, like, it was, like, whiplash, and I was like, I needed to, like, reacclimate myself. It was like when you jump into a cold pool, and you're just like, ah, okay, if I just, I just, like, let me just stay in this for a little bit, and I'll, like, get used to it, you know, because it was just such an abrupt switch, but yeah, so definitely go into the movie, like, in the right state of mind, like, you know, go and be expecting, like, a kind of somber, longer, you know, kind of in-depth thing that's going to make you really feel, you know, Um, but I also wanted to kind of uh, ask you guys because the reason I a big part of the reason I chose this movie is um, even though I hadn't seen it is because I really wanted us to talk about a western because we haven't talked about any westerns on the show um, and I was trying to think of a movie that I like that's a western that I think is really underrated but a lot of the westerns that I do like are considered classics um, and are really beloved so that's why I kind of went and sought out this one um, Alan you said you are a big fan of westerns um, do you have any like favorites that you want to mention or ones that you think are underrated both, both of you guys you actually kind of read my mind I was just about to ask you guys a question as well um, uh, yeah I dig westerns I'm not saying like I'm like oh, fucking, I've seen every John Wayne movie or anything like that but mm-hmm. um, one that I feel is underrated and this might actually pop up in the future for, for the listeners out there uh, my personal, this is actually my favorite Western, and also I believe it's underrated, and it's in an underrated sequel as well. You guys are going to laugh at me. Back to the Future Part I knew three. it! <laughs> I, knew I it. No, fucking love that movie so much. I, 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 I knew, I was thinking about, like, Alan's going to love Back to the Future 3. Yeah, love yeah, it. I knew If it. anything, that movie got me, like, to watch Westerns, because it was just, it's it's so great, man. I love time travel and it with a Western vibe on it. Oh, come on. Like, it's just, what else yeah. can I say? 
it, it takes the first movie and, and removes the sci-fi, um, like uh, the sci-fi kind of like trappings and tropes, and replaces them with western. Tropes. It's the exact plot of the first mm-hmm. movie, mm-hmm. but a western. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is interesting. It's really interesting. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, um, I I do I I used to watch a good amount of western movies because my mom is a, is a big um, John Wayne fan. Um, so for John Wayne, I think the, the sons of, um, Kate Heller, I think is the name of it, um, is a really good one. It was kind of remade into a modern movie starring Mark Wahlberg and I think, um, um, Andre 3000 called, um, Four Brothers. It's essentially that, but, but this is the one of the original, um, and so that one's a good one. Um, modern one, or I mean, um, more recent one that also has, uh, um, also has Christian Bale and Ben Foster. Do you tend to Yuma? This is a really one good one. That too. one's underrated. I fucking love that movie. Uh-huh. You need to watch it. That that one I I always hear about, and I always kick myself in the ass where I'm like, how did I not see it? Especially because I was like. When like Christian Bale was like on top of the map after Batman Begins and Dark Knight and stuff, so I was like, "Oh, that 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 was calling me." But um, real quick, uh, my my close second or the, my second place, which is also a modern one, Django Unchained. Django Unchained. Okay, yeah. I like Django. Yeah, I love that um, movie. one of the recent ones I saw like maybe like um two years ago, um that was actually pretty good is the Sister Brothers. It's the one with um, Joaquin Phoenix and John C. Riley. That one ended up being like it's insane, but it's it is actually a pretty good western movie. They they're essentially like you know like kind of bandits a bit. Um, so that one's pretty good. Uh, um, yeah, like uh, I think like I was looking while we were talking about Ben Foster. I was looking at his like IMDb, and he's kind of like cl- like a um kind of mo- does like modern western movies like hell hell or high water is like you, you can consider it as a modern western oh movie. my god that is a that is definitely a neo-western and that was one i was mm-hmm. gonna mention fucking love hell or high water yeah me and so, my brother will always be like hell or high water <laughs> yeah and, and so so yeah there's like all these really good western movies i mean definitely true grit is a classic one. Both the both the original with with um, John Wayne and then the the new one with um, with Jeff Bridges. Um, definitely really good westerns. Um, the uh, Magnificent Seven a bit, um, kind of like that. That the about this like kind of like end of the western kind of era. You got Tombstone and all that. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, a lot of the ones you guys have said are a lot of my favorites. I, You know, I, like I said, I don't think there's a lot of ones that I think are really super underrated, which is kind of why I went for this. Maybe the remake of Magnificent Seven, I think, is, like, it's just a solid action movie. Like it's, it is, it's, yeah. yeah it's, it's not, like, an amazing movie, but it's just, like, if you wanted to see some action, like, it has one of the best, like, ending fight shootouts of any mm-hmm. movie ever. Um, but, yeah. I Good just, character actors, too. With yeah. That one. yeah there is a yeah. lot of and it you know it does it is does a really good job of having like a really diverse cast in a western which is you know something that is you know been sorely needed until now but yeah like all the ones you guys said i don't the ones that only ones that i think are pretty underrated um i mean they're kind of like people like them but they're they're kind of just like you know kind of they're not really like 
they're kind of like middling movies seen by a lot of people, but I fucking love both of them. And that's the, um, the Shanghai duology, Shanghai nights and Shanghai Moon. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love those movies. Like they're that, so good. The third the one concept will is so possibly brilliant. come. <laughs> I, I've been waiting for that third one since like 2003. I've been like, I was, I mean, you, you want to know how long it's been since the second one came out. Aaron Tyler Johnson is the kid in that movie. And now he's like, <laughs> and now he's like jacked and giant and he was just like my name's charlie chaplin and back in that one you know? oh yeah charlie chaplin yeah. but yeah I, I fucking love like shanghai shanghai noon great like just kind of like comedy take on a western like that really hasn't been done that well since other than maybe blazing saddles and then you know yeah when... that's another one can we consider that as a western oh yeah, yeah of course, of blazing saddles. yeah you guys, blazing you, you guys are gonna get mad at me and probably listeners as well but a guilty. This is a guilty pleasure one, and I actually rewatched it. I think last year because you know, there's COVID and everything. That was like the height of it. So we were watching everything we could, and I'm not gonna lie, man. I dig Wild Wild West. It's so <laughs> stupid. Ah, it's yes. so fun, man. It's just the giant spider. Okay, was go. It, the giant it, spider I... that was supposed to be in Superman lives still. Yeah, that's the it? one thing that lived. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you yellow? <laughs> right? Isn't that what he said? I have not seen that movie since the 90s. I just remember a giant spider and like a doppelganger for Ulysses S. Grant and, and Wicked oh, yeah. Wild. Yeah, no, but that's just, isn't that what he tells them? Like when he, they're hanging like by his wheelchair and then he's like, he's like tells Will Smith like, are you yellow? Or something oh, like probably. that. Probably. That's, that's what's his name, right? That's fucking I, I, Kenneth Branagh, the director yeah, of the yeah, Kenneth Brown. I, I always think of the scene where he's like, redneck. He's like, whoa, 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 they're going to hang him. And he's like, wait, 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 red. The color of, like, passion, anger, blood, neck. <laughs> um, your neck. And I was like, get the fuck. This is so bad, but you just have to laugh at it because you're like, Jesus Christ. And, and the not... music video for Wild Wild West was a bit better than the movie for Wild Wild oh, West. Man. I'll Look give you that. how old I am. So as a kid, I fucking love that movie. Burger King had toys. Yep. And they had, <laughs> yeah. They oh, had man, the sunglasses. They had the sunglasses. Oh, no. They had the, su- the sunglasses. I wanted sunglasses. Oh, man. I had the sunglasses. And let me fucking take you even <laughs> further into the past. I bought, not the CD, I bought the cassette tape. <laughs> that song was everywhere. It was, it was everywhere. everywhere. You would walk out your door and Will Smith would be like, Wiki Wiki Wild. You'd be like, oh, oh my god, dude. Oh, yeah. Cisco too in like a like in I don't know, like not even a full like cowboy suit. It was just like <laughs> I think like he he like put um um uh, like kind of like uh like spurs on on silver um tennis shoes or something like that yeah go back and watch that, <laughs> that oh man video. i need to i yeah not i need to watch that movie it's been it's been a couple decades <laughs> since i've watched that movie it's definitely uh, i remember like, and say, and it, yeah. <laughs> like with the with the um the bicycle amonse and then he just like 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 he's like going super fast <laughs> yeah man yeah, that's definitely like a deep cut. I think uh, <laughs> I, I remember though having nightmares of like you know when they put those like magnet things on like oh yeah and the saws fu- like chasing them. I remember just thinking for days. I was like, how would I survive that? What would I do? Would I jump off the cliff? Excuse me. Would I jump off? Like that movie got me so 
That movie did a lot to me because Salma Hayek, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> he is smoking in that movie. And then it goes from like hilarious, sexy, and then I'm like, would I survive the neck magnet thing? <laughs> a giant spider. And I'm like, Jesus, this movie has so many emotions. <laughs> it has it all. Well, guys, that, that, that was fun. <laughs> I'm glad we got to finally talk about some westerns. Um, but yeah, any any final thoughts? Uh, I I'm I would I would recommend the movie. I'm guessing you guys. Uh, I know Ariel. I think I know where you're. Alan, do you recommend the movie as well? Yeah, I recommend it. Say so give it a shot. I would say give if if you're like you know what I want to sit down and kind of watch like a more kind of realistic like you said kind of western where you kind of want more grittiness and just just like you said realism. I would say do do yourself a double feature. Watch Hostiles and watch Bone Tomahawk. I thought you were gonna say watch this and then watch Wild Wild West. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, and then if you want some dessert, watch Wild Wild West. Yeah, you, you yeah, need to like dessert. you need to like relax it's and just definitely take your mind dessert. off things. Just yeah, yeah. I, I do actually need to. I I know about Bone Tomahawk, but I haven't seen it. I need to watch I, it. I was told it was like very gruesome. Like, like it was like. Um, the way that my, my mom and my brother, my, um, my uncle, like, talk about it, it's just like, oh, bone tomahawk, man. Like, so I guess, like, it, it might be a bit gruesome, but not by our standards nowadays, Honestly, you know, like, in the yeah. age of the, of the uh, boys and Invincible, though. I yeah. very much agree with that, because I was led to believe, because, like I said, when I heard about it, it was, like, horror western, and I was like, fuck mm-hmm. you, I want to see a horror mm-hmm. and western but it honestly feels like it's way more closer to hostiles where it's more there's gruesome scenes there, there's a little bit more action it does have that slower pace as well but a lot of the gruesome stuff is in like the last 15 minutes of the movie but again if, if you're watching invincible on the boys <laughs> and stuff like that right now you're gonna go into bone tomahawk and be like yeah that's Normal gruesome, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah, because mm-hmm. when I saw it, I was like, "Oh yeah, that was that's kind of bloody." Yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's not as bloody as I'd like it to be, but me personally, but I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. All right, well, uh, thanks everybody out there for for listening. Um, we've been the Undercast Company, uh, and uh, you know, you can if you liked what you heard, go ahead and. Subscribe to us on whatever podcast app or YouTube, uh, however you listen. Um, Want to make a quick announcement here. Um, you know, upcoming. This is going to be after this episode. Um, we're so going into the summer. So this is let me. This episode is our lap. It's going to come out at the end of May if you're listening right now. Um, but for the summer, so in June, July, and August, we're going to be doing another kind of mini series, uh, and it's going to be called the Summer of Sequels, uh, where we are uh, going to be talking. Uh, each of us are going to pick two sequels. And we're going to talk about just kind of sequel movies that we think are really underrated or need to be seen or whatever. Ones that don't get the respect they deserve. Um, Like Alan kind of hinted at earlier. So yeah, summer sequels. That's going to be what's going to be coming up in the next three months. Um, We're going to be kind of, you know, trying something out and uh, having some fun with this. Um, So stay tuned for that. Uh, We also do a couple other podcasts. Uh, Ariel does one called You've Never Seen. Uh, which is um, where some of us have never seen a movie that we really should have seen because we're all movie buffs. So she introduces it to us, or sometimes we might introduce her to a movie. Uh, speaking of westerns, I'm probably going to make her watch Bush Cassidy at some point in the Sundance Kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also oh, do a show. Hey, 
Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, yeah. I might join you guys on that because that's actually a movie I've wanted to see too. Ooh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah I might I'm excited. On that one. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, look forward to that at some point. Uh, and then I'm really excited to show both of you guys that. Like, I'm, I'm giddy. Um, but then I also do a show called Gateway Episodes, where um, someone will get me to watch a show, or I will get someone to watch a show by showing them like a gateway episode of the show. Like what, if you really want to know what the show is about or you really want to get into it, you got to start start with this episode. It'll really grip you, it'll really grab you, it'll really show you what it's about. For example, you know, the episode we had come out earlier this month, Ariel introduced me to Legion and I was right on board right away. Um, but yeah, we've got those podcasts. We've got one called Infinity Stones and Dragon Bones that comes out sporadically when we talk about Marvel movies. Um, but yeah, follow us on Instagram, um, Facebook. We've got a Patreon if you guys want to support that way. Um, uh, or just, you know, but what's even better is just give us five stars. Um, and uh, that really helps the show get noticed. Um, I don't know. Anything else you guys wanted to mention before we wrap up here? Real quick, guys. Just, uh, you know what? We love to hear from you guys. I'm a big fan of hearing from everybody. Um, so please comment on our Instagram, Twitter. You know, I, I kind of finally fixed my Twitter as well. So if you guys want to tell your Twitters out, mine's at Batsy430. Um uh, look, look us up talk to us you know instagram is always at batsy430 i, I also kind of do a little bit of, of a guest uh, podcasting as of late with los muchachos media so um check them out as well we've been talking about like falcon and winter soldier every now and again i think we were talking about mortal Kombat and stuff like that but please like reach out to us i'd love to hear from you guys i want to i want to know more and tell us what, what, what westerns you guys like what westerns that yeah. you would recommend mm-hmm. yeah yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, email at us at undercastcompany at gmail.com. If you got any suggestions or you want to talk to us, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram. Um, I'm at Derek's Photos on Instagram if you want to check me out there um, or check me out. I've written some stuff on Medium too. But yeah, Ariel, anything you wanted to mention? Yeah, I'm on um, Bandana B310. Um, so you could send me um, that too or, you know, tag the um, underrated podcasts or underrated no undercast sorry <laughs> undercast co uh, undercast company um you know on instagram or undercast co on twitter yeah yeah all right well they, uh, everybody thank you so much and uh, i'll see you in another life thanks for being amazing take it easy y'all This brother running this buffalo soldier. Look, it's like I told you. Any damsel that saved this dress, be out of that dress when she meet Jim West.